How long gone? Let me show you the way to San Francisco. San Francisco. We're we're looking out at this fucking dump, but from 19 floors up at the Fairmont Hotel, mm-hmm. it looks pretty nice. It does look nice. San Francisco, good from afar, but far from good, as they say. And, uh, and you know, the destruction of the middle class continues alive and well here in San Francisco. Well, look, man, you know. You the only so- people that live here are people who have like $18 million or... You just you live in a, a refrigerator box. That's the only two kind of <laughs> no, people no, that can live in No, it's absolutely Francisco. crazy. Luckily, I went straight from SFO, which does have incredible dining options. I have to say. Oh yeah. Um, the SF went straight from better SF- than the city of San Francisco. Yeah, for sure. went, went straight from SFO to the Fairmont and haven't left. So, and I'm only leaving to go to the venue. Um, so hopefully, going to see as little of the city as possible. I'm trying to sample as little of this city as possible. Well, look, T, we've all been we've been here many we've been here enough. Like you and I have both been here many times. I've been to San Francisco so many times, and that's why it's so sad to see it crumble from what it once was. Well, I mean, I know that you think of this place as a mythic haven for the art of graffiti, and There's nothing mythic about it. I have the documentation, bro. And I think I got of the it proof on my fucking hard drives, bro. Sick ass flicks. I think of it as a I guess it's just a dump with skateboarding and Operation Ivy. <laughs> Third Eye Blind. Yeah, man. I don't. I mean, I've talked about it way too much. I don't even have anything new to say about it. It's well, just look, depressing. we're. Com- I think the real problem is we're coming off a high of last night's uh, sold out. We were high off of being in Los Angeles. Yeah, we're high off Los Angeles. A sold out crowd last night at the uh, at the Lodge Room in um, Highland Park, a neighborhood that I maintain my hatred for but last night i gave it a pass it, it moved a couple clicks up on the okay scale for me i mean look that venue was fucking nice like that place was beautiful former masonic temple i, I think that's why i think that's why the show went so well is because there was some spooky vibes in there you know what i mean <laughs> i don't even some, i still don't get spooky vibes well i just still don't know what masons are or do oh i'm glad you asked but that, my grandfather was a mason i don't doubt it did Hunk, i not don't i get ass. blessed did we talk about this before don't i get blessed in no i think everyone's grandfather was a mason do i have to kill someone no 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 no, no i think to when like your grandfather and many other normal grandfathers, you know, middle class, working, working class, blue collar whites, they're they're just like entry level. Like you, you get to say that you're in the Freemasons, but you're not like. But what do you? What is it? Is it just like a men's club where they they play cards, or is there some devious shit? It's going pretty on? much a men's club. It's yeah, it's sort of like a an order or, or or a fraternity. But I mean, it was literally formed as like a union of literal Masons, like people who built stuff. Oh, I'm out. And then, and then it turned into sort of like a you know some sort of secret society, a Jay Z thing. thing, exactly. And that's why I'm confused about it. But it, I don't think it's. I feel like if it's a real secret society that has true like underhanded powers mm-hmm. at, at in play, it wouldn't be open to everyone. You know, I think the main bulk of it is just you get a sticker on the back of your car, and then you know if a cop is behind you and he's also a freemason he'll look at you and let you keep going like when you get the i'm i'm my brother's cousin is a fireman sticker on the back of your car <laughs> so your i donated i donated to the fraternal order of police this year you don't know how much but i did donate and i did get this sticker i guess maybe the fraternal order of police <laughs> they still they call me all the time do they 
The police union. You just pick up and say, fuck 12. <laughs> a cab. They called me like three years ago and they're like, you know, will you donate? And I was like, uh, okay. And then that was it. I never donated it. I was just, uh, they're like, they're like well, we take credit cards over the phone. You're like, oh, I don't have a credit card. I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> they this was mailed like a- something to my house. They're like, is it okay if we mail something to your house? And I, for some reason, he just wouldn't give up. So I just said, okay, fine. And then they call me like once a month. That's how I became a Jehovah's Witness. Actually, they just kept they kept coming to the door. And I was like, look, okay, fine, I'm in. Jo- there's a Jehovah's Witness place close to my house in Glendale, and they they will mail me handwritten letters. Uh, and it's just like, and I Google the address that it's from and it's, there's a, a place right around the corner. That's nice though. Handwritten is nice. I've never, I've never opened it up, but it's like letters saying like, you're going to go to hell unless you join this. But I, I looked at when I Googled the address, <laughs> you are going to go to hell. That's a separate conversation. We, we don't need to get into that now. Yeah. Yeah. Hell is good. I'm going to go there, <laughs> but I Googled it. And there was a, it had a one, one star Yelp review on this Jehovah's Witness office building. And the reviews are just like, fuck, these motherfuckers don't stop knocking on my house. One star on Yelp. They don't, they don't keep up the yard very nice. It's kind of a, it's kind of a problem in our neighborhood. Curb appeal is, curb appeal is literally zero, but yeah, I'm sorry. Last night, we, we got off track. Last night was great. My bad. Thank you to longtime friend of the show. It was really good. Really good show. Ryan O'Connell. And uh, new friend and former guest, Whitmer Thomas. Go check him out on HBO. Special's great. Ryan is in the new season of Queer as Folk, which they're filming soon. And uh, he's got a book coming out. And he's wearing tank tops all the time because he just can't help himself. What kind of tank tops? Oh, I'm sorry. That was <laughs> it's, a, it's a partner appreciator style tank top. That's right. That's right. But he, he doesn't have a normal one. He probably has a designer one, I'm assuming. His looks like a mixture of if like Acne did the 50 cent tank top. That's exactly what I was You thinking. know what I mean? It's like a it's like $300 instead of 30, but <laughs> it is nice. I mean, it looks good. I can't, you know. Dude, that's a good idea. To yeah. to like create into actual fruition. Not, you know what brought me a lot of joy last night was sitting in in the room and watching Kenny Beats and Ryan O'Connell have conversation, <laughs> and Ryan's like, "Wait, are those Carhartt pants?" And Kenny's like, "Yeah, bro." And then and, and Ryan's yes, bro, like, "I'm wearing Carhartt pants." And, yeah, and Ryan was just like, "Oh, mine are the gay version." <laughs> and Kenny's like, "Yeah, bro, yours are skinny and mine are baggy." Exactly. It was. I'm just like, damn. This is this is how gays and straights cross the aisle and become <laughs> friends with each other. I have I have bigger pants than you. <laughs> mine are littler. <laughs> Yes. Cool. But we could still we could still be the homies. Yeah, we could still be we the homies. Be and the, I have to say, because we homie. haven't talked about we haven't talked about Seattle, but um, because we this is the this is the most intense run of, of shows. This end run, it's Seattle, L.A., San Francisco, three days in a row. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit, you know. But Seattle was also amazing. But I had to say, I got a little I got a little misty with Enum Claw, the band that played. Mm-hmm. I just feel like hanging out with you hang out with these young guys and they've really like being around the young fertile guys. Well, they got a zest for life and they're like nothing matters tight, except tight bodies. Yeah. Nothing Gravity mat- hasn't <laughs> taken its toll just quite yet. Exactly. Like it's just it's just like, you know, they have they have nothing but life in front of them and all they care about is like rosy cherub like cheeks making records and like probably trying to bang chicks and like get fucked up and it's just it's a They're freeing just barely time. getting some pubic hair going yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. it's hot 
Yeah, it's it's good to be around those young people that keep us young, and you know we could we could teach them, and they could sometimes teach us. Is mm-hmm. that is that weird? They also did an Oasis cover, which is yeah. But it's it's just good to be around. I mean, you know, as you as you get old, you kind of have to, you know, keep young people around in your life just so you know about the cool way to talk, mm-hmm. and then you also have to know about like which things you can't do anymore. Like, hey, we're not really doing these emojis anymore hey bro we're not animating gifs anymore i'm sorry if, if, if enum claw told jason animated gifs were over you would have a void in your life well that's the other problem you know because people will be like hey you know we don't do this emoji anymore like that's for that's for boomers or or zoomers or gen xers or gen zers or we don't do this anymore and then you're like is it am i doing this earnestly or in irony and you don't know i know i also don't know but you know and i think as you get older you're you're kind of always afraid of like you know oh my god am i is one day i'm gonna wake up and i'm not i'm not gonna like know what's cool anymore i think that's i mean that'll never happen to me but that's natural selection i think that's that is i think some people embrace that and they're like i'm just old now old head now but Mm -hmm. what i learned from enum claw was um the good homie. <laughs> I didn't learn that. Well, you are, big you homie. Knew that. Well, I'm saying big homie is a normal one. Big bro is a normal one. Mm-hmm. The good homie I've never heard before. This is the good homie. Yeah, and I and I thought you and I both were like, oh, does that mean this guy's like the drug dealer? Sure. And it was literally like, nah, he's just like the nicest guy in the group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's the good homie. Yeah, because before <laughs> I guess in our generation, whoever the nicest guy is sort of becomes the punching bag, like. Yeah. You're the one who has to like drive. Mm-hmm. You're a pussy. When we're all fucked up, you know, you're the one who are we were all going to sort of walk all over and take advantage of a little bit. Only simply because you will let it. Yeah, yeah, it's you didn't yeah, exactly. But now people are so woke and they're so healthy mentally that they congratulate this kind vulnerable soul by crowning him the good homie. <laughs> who do we have? I don't know if we have a good homie. Am I? I'm not the good homie. Hell no. You're a dick. <laughs> yeah. Who do we have that is the nice? You know, I, everyone I know is. Uh, who's the nicest? Well, person I think the, I know. I think the I think the good what homie. A fun question. I think the good homie might only exist in these younger circles because they're not. Life hasn't ravaged them yet. They have a they have a sunny disposition and a positive outlook because nothing bad has happened. They haven't they haven't had a peek into the into the boiler room of what we call the human existence. No, they haven't been on a united flight from Burbank to San Francisco. You know, <laughs> they've never done that before. They're like, hey, have you seen how the sausage is made? And and they're like, I didn't even know that it got made. I thought it just appeared delicious. In I my thought mouth. I just went to McCall's and bought it. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, Belcampo's closing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so now I, but even you know when you're that young you can you, you know but at, at a certain point can you be the good homie until you die can you go can you so make it to a hundred years old and, without and be the good home like do you have to live some type of weird monk life, monk life well you mean like if when you're when somebody's speaking at your funeral, they're like, "Here lies the good homie," because you've made it all. Here the way. lies the good homie. He never, you know, he, <laughs> if, he was never. 
bittered by life's ills. I mean, maybe maybe it's possible. Who's who's this? Who do you think? Let's let's shift it to celebrities. Maybe try to find the universal good homie. Mm-hmm. Did do people think like Stanley Tucci's the good homie? That's the thing is because the good homie it it's an it's it's an aura about somebody. Yeah. It's a, it's a trait that you can't explain. It's more of a feeling and an essence that somebody has. So for me, I've famously been on record to say that Tucci, sinister aura, one hundred percent sinister aura. Yeah. If he's not, he he's so closeted. That he has moved into, yeah. Sometimes I like to cut humans up and he, no, he's going to die like Bourdain. No, no, I think he's going to die like Epstein. He's going to. Oh, you think he's that dark? Yeah, I think he's going to finally get caught for this string of murders that he's been doing they, for they decades. Just like, they just trace the trail of Aperol spritz until they find the bodies. <laughs> 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 I've left a trail of fresh cracked pepper. I just, I've never, I don't know why as a society we're so transfixed when celebrities like cooking. It's not inter- like, it's not interesting. A lot of people like cooking. Mm, well, I think it's because, well, actually, well, I was listening to the radio or, or something this morning and they were interviewing like Nick Lachey and his. Vanessa chick, Lachey? Vanessa, yeah. And they're, they have a podcast. Great. And they were talking Is it about on the Cadence 13 it's, network. It's, it, basically, they're like, we both love the Disney channel, or they, they both love Disney and Bravo. So they decided to make a podcast where they talk about Disney and Bravo. Like every week, the the subject matter flip flops back and forth. Fuck. And it's sort of, and, and the, when they're interviewing it, it's, it's just like, we need to have a celebrity, we need to have Selena Gomez be like, I don't know, call me weird or random, but I made a grilled cheese yesterday. I'm I'm a cooker in the kitchen, you know? So everyone can be like, oh, I, me have kitchen in my house too. Me eat grilled cheese. I'm like Selena Gomez like without Selena all the money or talent. And so now these people are like, like Nick Lachey is like, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'll be honest. I'll tell you something weird about me. I guess I like D- Disney cartoons. I don't know. <laughs> well, you, you like Disney too? The most popular media conglomerate in the history of human existence? That's random. Well, I mean, the the part that bothers me the most about that is that they probably have done, I don't know, a quarter of the episodes we've done and made, I don't know, 15 to 20 <laughs> times the money. Yeah, that's the problem. Can you imagine? Can they you they imagine? get like national iHeartRadio ad spots and all that. Bro, the, that, the thought of an executive being like, all right, so in the, in the podcast A&R meeting being like, what do you have? <laughs> All right, so Nick Lachey, the guy that wore the big diamond earrings from, uh, and he, he he called Jessica Simpson stupid. He likes Disney, right? <laughs> and his wife, she was on Dancing with the Stars. She's kind of like a poor man's Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. She likes Bravo. Mm-hmm. They're gonna talk about it every week, and they're like, "Whoa, that's weird," because I have a, I think I read somewhere that Chrissy Teigen also likes Bravo. <laughs> they're like, "No fucking way." We get. Do you think Teigen would come on? Yeah, because sometimes it's weird, like. I grew up watching Disney, and now that I started a family with my with my best friend, <laughs> now that my best friend and I have little little nicks of our own, we get to watch Disney again with them because they like the Disney. It's like I'm seeing it through a whole new set of eyes, man. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever looked like? And we I- could do a whole episode just about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is. 
I, I we joke <laughs> about Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey is a very competent TV host in the way that like Mario Lopez is. Mister Mario Lopez. Like they're just good at it because they're just like because that's all they. You dumb. got Sugar Ray. You got Mario. Who like, else got Charles Barkley got the sauce? They got air between the ears. They're a little beefy. Uh-huh. You know, they're not too skinny. They're not too good looking. But the, the because all those guys, they're all the same type of guy. Yeah. And their existence is, I did a deal with the devil, and he let me be a rich, famous person who is good looking and you know maintains a muscular build despite <laughs> my weight loss that slowly creeps in as I get older. In exchange for that. I have to host taxi cab TV shows <laughs> and hotel Hollywood extra shows up until the very last week of my life. Yeah. Like I will have $80 million in my business checking account and I'm still going to have to be like, we have the new Jumanji 2 is going to be in theaters this Thursday. Man, I mean, look, I can't say I wouldn't do it. I can't say I wouldn't host ET. It's a hellish existence because those guys, like Mario Lopez, wakes up at five. No, no, in the see, morning, that's three that's, in the morning. That's what every I was going to say. They don't do morning. That's the thing. They're not on. They do ET and shit. That's at night. That comes on at seven. I think they just always have to. Like every day they wake up and it's like Monday through Friday, yeah, four a.m. to four p.m. It's just like, all right, this hotel in the Bahamas needs you to talk about how they just remodeled their their foyer area and he's like okay we got 50 racks for you and then we'll go then we have 45 minutes of gym time no they do more than that they look good yeah they do look good but i think these i think what about the sugar ray guy he he looks he's got the juice too he looks like a rocker that's had too much work done but that's fine but i've heard interviews with him and he's kind of like cool and in on it and he's sort of like yeah he knows well that's he makes fun of himself he's like i you know like i think i'm i still act like i'm 20 years old even though i'm clearly 53. that's because he, that's because he was in a band not and you know what i mean like nick lachey was in a boy band that doesn't count like sugar ray was like a real band Saved by the bell was kind of like a band i mean they had a band that's a good point we need to talk about some news though we got news yeah so i guess what else i mean yeah thank you to everyone no in not, not our news i know i know thank you to everyone <laughs> in seattle it was a really amazing show despite it not being as large as some of the bigger cities unmatched energy you know mm-hmm. that's as good as it gets unfortunately it's not as good as la or new york because it's the same grid energy but just like yeah you know, and i was surprised because I, I was always under the impression that everybody's on like heroin or whatever so for the fact that they like moved around and laughed and stuff mm-hmm. was cool you know i guess it was more of an ipa night for these guys it was cool it, it was, yeah i mean that seattle was just a great vibe no it was a great vibe i agree i, I loved everything about it um yeah, and shout out to Enum Claw. Go give them a listen. Uh, but I, we need to talk about Astro World. It's lit. Um, <laughs> but it's I just I read about it all day today. Drake, Drake, Travis Scott, and Live Nation are being sued already. Uh huh. By who? Unclear. I think it's like not class action, but I'm sure it's like the families. Mm-hmm. But basically, I mean, I think it's extra That's wild. Quick huh that's that's very of course it's quick because people want fucking money but well, i mean saturday and sunday those are i mean lawyers work when there's money involved that's kind of their thing yeah. they only work if you get paid you know because i only know about like the business days when it comes to my like fedex shipping i'm like bro this is gonna be here in three days I'm like yeah but two of those are saturday and sunday you know yeah that's kind of where my head's at not, right now you're not really a working man so but uh, the, i'm a retail whore so i always do online shopping all these guys all these people die eight people die and they're 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 young, 
But I just don't know if we can... Hundreds maimed. I don't know if we can blame Travis Scott. I think you could partially blame Travis Scott. The fact that people think he's aware of what's going on when he's on stage in front of 50,000 people, to me, is a bit of a stretch. He He's he's as aware as anyone can be looking out at a sea of people that is so large that you it goes to the horizon line. Like You yeah. physically can't see the end of how many people it is. So, like, of course, you're not going to be able to do all that and, you know, do like, a, sure, a, a he could have he could have done more. But like, to me, this is an issue with like the the organizer of the con- like, it's like a staffing thing. Like when when the medical people don't know how to do CPR, that's not Travis Scott's fault. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's just not his yeah. fault. No, actually, it reminded me because I was watching that. Um, that well, the the doc. The, no, no, no. It was like the the remake uh of like the boston bomber wait oh. not the boss is it the boston bomber i don't remember what it was the guy that was in i Tonya that played the the doofus guy oh, that's atlanta that's the olympic bomber. no the olympic yeah the atlanta yeah. one and it's a, such a very similar exactly like what it described um with with astro world like one guy was like hey this is there's a bomb here and he's like yelling at everybody like let's go and there's just a crowd full of people watching a band play like all right guy you're crazy and like sneaks up into the control room there's a guy filming it the sound guys he's like get the there's a bomb is about to blow up you're gonna die and they're like get out of here man and that's when drake and drake comes out and they do sicko mode together <laughs> i mean but like true like if i'm just sitting you know in a control room and i'm getting paid all this money to do this thing and i'm gonna you know and some crazy guy runs up and says hey we got to get out of here people are dying are you gonna stop the show uh know. Well, people, people are just like, oh, it's money, it's money. And I'm like, guys, I don't think Travis Scott's worried about the money. I think Live Nation is worried about the money. I don't. I mean, I don't. At that point, it's not money. Like Live Nation has so much money. That, well, like, I just think it's. I, I just think that the the other thing, my favorite thing, is is the is the the rumor where it's like, yeah, there's a guy running around just poking people with a needle. That could happen. That could. That be is real. a lot. That is a fucking old. That's like the. How do the, you know? Because it's fake. That's not real. How do you know though? Because that is like a literal old wives' tale that they say <laughs> to like that like that's not also so what that's would, like so it's like the equivalent of reading complex news and it's like reports are are being that, that we found some apples with razor blades. Yeah, it's at literally, Astro World. it's literally apples with razor blades. It's like mm-hmm. guys, you, you're so you're telling me someone is going to waste drugs they paid for to put it in pe- for what what reason? I mean, that's just like that's like biological terrorism. I think that happens. Do you think anybody that goes to Astro World is smart enough to even know what biological terrorism is? <laughs> no, well, I mean, if you if you are, you know, hypothetically speaking, there, there was a person, a guy who did it. I guess a they, but you know, it's probably going to be a fella. This is no, the, you know, this is more. But you're going to be like, okay, I I have one goal. That is to, I guess, kill as many people as I can in a public event. I'm gonna sneak in my syringe full of poison. No, there's and no start there's, poking people. There's no way that happened. That's like that's like. People, I mean, there is a way that, like that. That's has like happened that's like people already. getting AIDS even the eight, from sticking their finger in a in a <laughs> yeah. the, the change return of a payphone. There's a needle in there. I, I forgot about that. No one that never <laughs> happened. That is not real. <laughs> it's crazy. Like you know what happened? There was a lot you of think fucking it's a psyop. There's a bunch of dumbasses. There are too many dumbasses at a poorly run festival, and mm-hmm. nobody did enough, like at every stage. Well, here, here's what I think. I, I think something like this was inevitably going to happen. True, true. And there really is nothing that you could really, truly do about this. Like 
to control 50,000 blacked out 19 year olds younger that's the other thing younger yeah what well, someone it was like a 10 year old person 14, who had to go like to the like I just think there's a little so like what do you, like literally what are you going to do you have to have okay if there's 50,000 people they're they're young dumb and full of cum they're on every drug they're on 20 white claws yeah they're you know they're just so gnarly if you have 50,000 of them you just it's just like the like, numbers it's game like it's like pigs it, in a pen yeah you have to literally have i don't know 3,000 armed militia policing them or or else you're going to have a situation yeah, that's out of control. Exactly. If Trump was in office, this wouldn't have happened because there would have been military on site, <laughs> and that would have that would have kind of fixed. I, this. I think the sad part is society and humans have just gotten so shitty over the years that we just can't have festivals anymore, music festivals anymore. No, I mean it's it's of of this scale. It's all bad and very sad. My favorite my favorite thing that's happened though is I'm seeing like white like liberal arts college twitter being like this is actually not what moshing is about if you look at the moshing wikipedia we help each other up mike you dorks have never been in a fucking mosh pit this is this is this is far beyond uh um, mosh pit politics we don't need to we please not intellectualize mosh pits and how it should work Like, so I, you, you think I don't think Travis Scott studied the mosh pit book before he started his career. Yeah, and it, and it this isn't a mosh pit. This is a mob of people. No, I mean this this is this is a, a quicksand of yeah. of human flesh. There's no like I, I read that same tweet and like seeing that juxtapose juxtapose next to tweets of just like I was standing on uh, just there was no floor. There's no yeah. ground or asphalt anymore. And you're not just standing on bodies; you're standing on bodies on top of bodies. There's yeah. two. There's two layers of human bodies that you're standing on, and you can't move your arms up or down. Like if your arms are at your sides, they're staying at the sides. They're staying at the sides. If your arms, hands are in the air, your hands are just in the air. And this is it's not. All done. That's not a mosh pit. We've been in a lot of mosh pits. And there's just like human sinkholes that you just. You're, no, it's wild. The power of fifty thousand. It's like being in the ocean. You just toss around like a rag doll. You have. There's nothing you can do. And it's not the same as like, oh, like that that guy just got pushed on the ground. Let's make sure we go pick yeah, him up. Yeah, this isn't used today at CBGBs in 1988. <laughs> like this is like 50,000 people on drugs. And also, I just don't know. It's getting to the point, though, the way they're talking about it is a little bit like blaming school shooting on video games. You know what I mean? And blaming like... like tipper gore like rap music lyrics it's Mm -hmm. like a little bit like like travis scott saying it's lit and screaming to get lit is like i mean (laughs) i just i I guess at a certain point it's like is there any personal responsibility like i don't if you're if you're travis scott no for the people that are fan like people that go to this stuff if you're if you're over the age of 18 and you have a brain Mm -hmm. like not in this case, obviously, because this is like beyond that. But like, mm-hmm. I just mean in general, is it like, are we that stupid that if Travis Scott says jump off a fucking bridge, we're going to do it because it's lit and he gave me a hard seltzer? Oh, for sure. That's that's the problem. Like, that's the real issue. Yeah. I mean, that that is the real issue. I mean, but that I, I think that this the whole situation sort of ha- it happened like 30 seconds into his set. Like, he didn't really even like it, he it didn't get to a, like it wasn't a thing where like everything was going nice and smooth and normal and then travis I think it was, was like, off rip everybody's you know like yeah it was like that's like the like the woodstock 99 yeah. version of it where like it's a it's a powder keg ready to blow and then fred durst plays it's just one of those days i want to fucking everybody sucks 
I want to rip somebody's head off. Oh, give me something to break. And then you just start overturning cop cars. And, let, and then but you're that, like, okay, that is a thing that happened because a guy told you to do something. Yes. And this is more of I just like, he, oh, I, Travis Scott's about to play 50,000 feral pigs go running and i think he could have look i think travis scott could have done more absolutely no question but i don't think you can blame him the way people are blaming him but live nation to most people is like a faceless corporation and travis scott is like a celebrity that you can place Mm -hmm. blame on so but uh it's tough man but i really i really think that the future of festivals is going to be severely altered no no massive coach isn't going to change thank god Stagecoach, it'll be like, you know, we'll 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 police it ourselves. You know what I mean? Hey, we don't need outside help. We know. Look, we aren't moshing. We got hell's. We'll get the hell's angels to. Come we don't in here. use fentanyl. <laughs> fentanyl. <laughs> no, but I mean, I do think that that the. I, I don't know. I I guess it's just like it's a, it's just been a very interesting the way. That it's like obviously just like a sad story that's like kind of tragic, and the the way that we're just so it, it's like ravenous trying to blame someone mm-hmm. and like care what Kylie Jenner thinks about it. It's like guys, people <laughs> died, and there's all these reasons that are clear. Mm-hmm. It's not Travis Scott's fault. It's not Drake's fault. It's not. It's 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 everybody's fault. It's the mm-hmm. it's the. There's, it's just it's a bad thing that happened, and and when when millions of people see a bad thing that happened, and there's no there, there's no way to compartmentalize and be like this thing happened, yeah, this is the reason why, and now that person is in jail, and now we can stop thinking about it. Like, we got it we got end. justice. There's not going to be any more Travis Scott Jordans. Finally, <laughs> but the, the the problem is that now festivals are you know a large gathering of 19 year olds getting turned up is just a thing that we can't really do anymore. And which is, is I mean, I, I guess that that is all the festivals have ever been. But I think that this is that, but and that's, I think what we're saying is there's more of like a societal change in like behavior almost. Yeah, yeah. Like I've been to, I mean, I would go to things when I was in high school that were like one day festivals where it's like Rage Against the Machine and Wu-Tang Clan and shit. And it's like mellow. Yeah. I mean, you know, people since the dawn of time and human beings have always just thought that the the future generations before you are dumber than your generation sure and that's just how it is and as time progresses it gets it seems to be getting dumber and dumber so now you know these 50,000 19 year olds on cacti are like they're just like animals they're yeah. just like they're, i was reading they're, that. They're, they have no human compassion they have i mean obviously i'm stereotyping no, the only thing they got people. compassion for is you know if there's a sale at union that's that's all that's all they <laughs> no this, this is this is a little more low down market well they but sure of course no no i know it's down market this is this I, is, this is like uh, the journeys in in it's lubbock just, texas it's, it's just interesting because travis scott was kind of untouchable like nope like he makes pretty bad music he's got like three good songs He's very, very famous. He's got a baby with a Kardashian, and he was kind of—he had never had any issues publicly, like any negativity, really. No, I mean, people thought he was a Satanist, but he—that was—I mean, well, that's I just, all. People yesterday, I was reading the comments of because he made a statement, you know, like he didn't write this. I'm like, he can't read or write. Of course, he <laughs> didn't write this. Like, people are just—it's so insane that people think celebrities do anything for themselves. 
Like that's not like that's Well, that's it's not that insane because that's what we want. That's what we're led to believe. Sure, but the thought the think the thought of Travis Scott sitting down on his his fucking gaming PC, his Alienware <laughs> gaming PC and typing out an apology for people dying is so unfathomable in the scheme of things mm-hmm. that to even pretend to believe that is so stupid. Yeah, I, I didn't read the statement though. Well, I got I mean, what it comes down to is I guess we we were going to announce say that we were going to be Opening Astro World 2022, but I guess, I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Well, even though you know we're we're doing these live shows now, I'm I'm I was thinking earlier today, like I feel like this could be integrated nicely onto a music festival or, or a festival in general. You know, I I think that too. I mean, sometimes you know, Complex Con, something like that. The fact that I'm missing Complex Con yet again, <laughs> yet again. It's funny how it works out. I've literally never been in L.A. for Complex Con. And there's no one that should go more than me. <laughs> we miss Playboy Caddy. I've been I've been to many a complex con. I know you're a member of the you're you're kind of on the hundreds flow team. You eat at John and Vinny's like you're that kind of guy. <laughs> you know you listen to hip hop while you cook too. Yeah, I'm missing out on getting three feet a- high and rising is what I listen to when I'm making my dough. You know what I'm saying? I missed out on uh, some type of kimchi pizza or some kimchi quesadilla. <laughs> Uh, Chinatown Market. Chinatown Market is doing hot fudge Sundays. <laughs> bro, the Chinatown Market carrots banana bread was fucking crazy, bro. Because you would think they would do carrot cake, but they did banana bread. Fuck. Yo, but and the display it was like banana bread, but it made a smiley face. It was <laughs> sick, bro. I but the fact that I've never been means it's gonna be it's gonna really deliver when I finally go. Well, unfortunately, by the time you ever end up going, it'll be just a shell of of the pure essence of what it was. Like everything was. else, I like to be early, but you know, it, it's it's as long as I get there and there's a you know Roddy Rich performance, you know, and and some streetwear food what, what, collabs. If if they're like, hey, how long gone? Would you be down to rock the pigeons and playing stage <laughs> from 11 a.m. to 11:15 a.m.? Do you guys want to have Roy Choi as the guest on the pigeons and playing stage? It'll, it won't. It won't be 11 a.m. to 11:15. It'll, it'll be Roy Choi and Jeff Staple. It's a symposium about what the future of of sneakers, kimchi, and tech. <laughs> <laughs> we see you guys kind of sitting at the intersection of sneakers, kimchi, and tech. No, that's actually interesting because, like, <laughs> you guys are like kind of the OGs. So, like, in a way, I look up to you. Um, but now, and then they're like, no, but you're like, you guys are like the gen, like the future, you know, like, in a way, like, wheelers, we're starting to like look up to you and like, oh, do you mean it, big homie? Oh, that's the. Yeah, OG. I just want to introduce the big <laughs> homie, Jeff Staple. Um, you guys know him from that bird he puts on everything for 20 years. Uh, <laughs> and now uh, we're going to talk about something serious. Um, just There is a collab with Eames and Reebok, and they did this sneaker, and it was like, it's kind of like minimal. It's like chill. <laughs> you guys know Eames, right? Like furniture? Because sometimes the collabs are like, gnarly there's like it's like like you know the Virgil new balance you could blow like a whistle that's the opposite <laughs> yeah we made the new about ba- the air rape whistles for new balance this is different you know sometimes the the, the margella cum shot 11s 
the ones that look like you work in a semen factory <laughs> and then all the semen all the all the ropes oh dry up God. on the margellas oh that's like one example of being like crazy but these ones are like chill what do you think about that Jeff? <laughs> what, do you think? what do you think about that uh yeah i mean <laughs> i actually um yeah they sent me a nine and a half in those so i actually had to put them on grail but <laughs> Because I do have a kid that's trying to go to college. Do you so. think that sometimes in fashion, less can be more? <laughs> Whoa, I think I just invented minimalism. This is a good idea. I think we should host the Pigeons and Planes stage <laughs> at ComplexCon and do 15-minute blocks with all the important... What is Pigeons and Planes? It's is... a music site owned by Complex. It's actually a kind of important... It was like an early music blog. What do you think the, where, where do you think that name came from? Hype Beast. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have a meaning. It's no, I, don't, I mean, okay. maybe, maybe it's probably like, you know, Cannibal Ox lyrics or something. I don't know. Like, I, I want it to just be some allegory for, about human, you know, some crazy shit. Well, I mean, we need to get, we need to think about our last shows in Chicago, and I want to make sure we get Andrew from Fake Shore on the list. If you know him, you can hit him, right? You want to, you, you know, Chris, you can't mention this dusty stuff. All I the heard time. that, I heard that, I heard that Consequence wanted to come through, but. I Consequence told, doesn't want to. Come I heard that. I told him the list was full. <laughs> I had, did. Did you listen to Kanye West on on drink? I mean, did you listen to Ye, the artist formerly known as Kanye? Bro, West? I read the highlights and Stereo Gum, and that's all I needed because the Big Sean shit had me rolling. <laughs> it's so he's so Kanye West is so fucking funny, so funny when he wants to be. He is a jokester. He'll a just of, shit. He'll just shit on people. I mean, I've found that the. The people who are the funniest often are a little fat. You know, Kanye's got a little. Whenever if the fatter Kanye gets, the funner mm-hmm. he, funnier he gets. It's like Chris Farley. That's, Chris Farley on the NPC. I'm a motherfucking monster. <laughs> Imagine. I want to see that Chris Farley on the stage at the MTV Awards is playing the NPC solo before Pusha T comes out for to do his verse. Yeah, Chris Farley comes out and it goes. Bing, <laughs> bing. David Spade's a ballet dancer in the background. <laughs> we got you. We got you. <laughs> that's a great song. That's that. But the interview, I also just, I guess, I didn't watch it, but I guess Nori's really annoying and like kind of fucks it up. But like Kanye's so good and like s- says such wild shit that it almost that doesn't like, matter. That was like me and Mel Ottenberg in New York. That's <laughs> what some people have told me. <laughs> like, yeah, he. I think he almost started saying sentences, but then you kept making. I mean, that's. When I when I heard multiple people tell me that, I was like, I guess I drank too much that night. I think you've drank too much every night. That's kind of your thing. Uh, no, I'm drank, I, I drank the perfect amount yesterday. But the problem is, it's just when there's no recovery time, when you yeah. just like go. You feel to, okay. I feel like you feel okay right now. I feel okay. I'm just tired. I'm not hungover. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of a shell of a person at this point. I, I and, mean, and, but the problem is when, you're, when you are doing that, when it's like wake up at five, go to airport, do show, get drunk, go to bed late, wake up at five, go to yeah, airport. And you touring. just do that like five days in a row. You you sort of have to lean on alcohol as the only way that you're going to Continue. like I'm I'm like I'm like physically present and alive, but in order for me to perform, I can't you know, the the only thing I can do is just, you know. Blue, blue, blue. 
Don't top off the mic like that. <laughs> that ain't. I, I, yeah, I just have to keep chasing the dragon. And then once I get home, then I could. I think I, I was thinking about this yesterday. So we have the show tonight and then we get, we have Chicago on Tuesday and that's the last show. And we're doing after party at blind barber where Jason's going to DJ. Yeah. Go to the blind barber after in Chicago, but I'm about to DJ old music. I'm thinking though that even though I'm going to have to keep traveling, I'm going to go to New York and then going to London and stuff. I feel like there's going to be a come down. Oh yeah, there's definitely gonna be. I mean, I experienced a, a weird come down, <laughs> um, the, on when we had a week off. When you when you after you saw Dune on ketamine, I did not see Dune. So you're even that week you've experienced a come down. Well, it was it was the come down was sort of because when it, when you were on tour and you're traveling, you have like a north star guiding yeah. you, or it's like everything that you do is sort of built around this yeah thing that's the most important part of the day. Like the most important part of the day is I'm going to go on stage in front of hundreds of people and do my best to entertain them, give them their money's worth. And that's priority. So yeah. then you have to sort of like, okay, if I'm going to do that, then that's going to affect what I'm going to. Everything serves that goal. Yeah. that What I'm going to eat that day, what time I'm going to wake up, what I'm going to wear, you know, what so I'm going to think about. So you're feeling too free back in Glendale. Say that again? You're feeling too free back in Glendale. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was yeah, I was just sort of like walking around, staring at my like the Quentin Tarantino, just staring at walls. That was me. I was just like, well, what am I? I guess I could do email. Uh, I mean, obviously we're we're recording our podcast the whole time, but it was sort of I I, I felt a little bit of a dopamine uh, removal. I needed some five HTP. I, I love this shit. Like I love the travel part of it. It doesn't really bother me. I love this shit. Bro. I love this shit. I'm built for the road if it's done a certain way and there's days off and you're not in a van or a bus. You're mostly taking an, a plane. Well, yeah, but I'm, I think I, I, I think the come down is definitely going to happen and it's something that we have to be mindful of and we have to get out ahead of it and make sure that we do whatever it is. So when when the plane lands, we have a nice smooth one. Okay, I'll I'll talk to some people about what that. Is. I'll talk to some famous artists about that. I think, yeah, I, I asked Diplo how he handles it, and he's like, "You got to do the B twelve shot." But I think with him, he, he just said, doesn't stop. Yeah, he's like, "Look, it's, like, it's very similar to the Mario Lopez." Like, with if, these if people, you can have sex with, if you can have a threesome every night with two racially ambiguous chicks you'll be fine bro you'll be look you're good man and if you got twitch that's good it's a secret, it's a secret to life <laughs> yeah i mean i i do think yeah that's the interesting actually the dj lifestyle you don't really stop like it's easy to not stop it's like a lifestyle it's not a tour no it's a it's a real like i mean uh aoki those guys can do I know three a lot or four of these nights people, a week and no problem they, it's very similar to to the mario lopez or whatever like these guys have so many millions of dollars at this point and they're they're saying yes to so many things it's just like okay you got to do this you know they're doing four shows in a day in three different cities on a private plane and do this and this and this and this activation and this sponsored ad it's the it's the virgil burnout i think that's why he was like i I can't do it anymore like i can't have i can't i can't really be in three time zones a day right but the what why how can these guys how can aoki well they'll all burn out eventually i mean i think that's the reality well i think is it are they afraid that if they stop going then it's just yeah it's totally it's like the keith richards thing if like he stops partying he'll die Mm -hmm. i mean i think to an extent i also think people just i think it's more of a like a priorities thing like aoki doesn't have kids i'm sure he's just like this is just 
all I know how to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what else I would do. And the money's great. And also, people like that, and you are, might have a little bit of like the the kind of adrenaline of working all the time is sort of what drives you, and it's like your comforting zone. It's bad, but it's what I have. It's bad, but I I, I I'll, I'll never be on that level, of of course. Um, but I feel like the whole point is you get to that level where you have money and you have success and you're supposed and you to be able it. to chill and then you can say you know what is it, it fuck you money that's what but i don't that's think it's, it's about called. i don't think it's about money at that point i think it's about relevancy and like being in the mix yeah and yeah, yeah, i yeah. think that's the greater fear of like if i take a year off is anybody going to care anymore and i always felt that i would never care about that and i'm totally fine with not being in the mix but now that I've been touching road and touching stage and, uh, you know, we have a big audience of this now, I'm starting to understand it more. Totally. I could. I see- mean, I saw you go into that birthday party last night and you seem very in the mix. Very I, mixy. I needed to dance to house music, all right? I saw you lose yourself in the music. <laughs> and that's when I knew you still wanted to be in the mix, both behind the decks and on the dance floor. Hey, Chris. It's Tim time. Let's get into some Timberland talk. How are you? I'm great, man. I was just I was just looking here at uh, the Timberland Greenstride sole on these boots they sent me. It's made from 75% renewable sugarcane and natural rubber, uh, which which does the job of combining eco consciousness and comfort. Okay, that's a that's a very good amount. That's almost that's that's almost 100%. So all that natural rubber, all that sugarcane, that's everything that's renewable. That's going to do a good job. As part of Timberland's commitment to make sure their their products are sustainable for a more greener world uh, with the goal of having a net positive impact on the environment by 2030. That's positive. That's better than neutral and much better than negative, of course. Of course. But I, I would we'd be remiss not to discuss the, the eco-conscious materials that we've, we've laid out for you. Uh, also, you know, they look cool. They're rugged, lightweight and durable. You can go shop the men's and women's green stride collection on Timberland.com. Where you took a little break, I forgot about the rude Instant Pot collaboration. <laughs> and I just got reminded the collaboration includes a Pyrex measuring cup, chef's knives, dinnerware, and more. So the Instant Pot looks kind of sick. Bro. And I think it's a perfect collaboration. Do you? Because Instant Pots are just repurposed, rebranded technology. It's, it's a pressure cooker that they gave a, a better a creative name agency. You know, a bunch of money to create this thing. If you out of could, you know, what, this is a great idea. If you're Ruigi and you have a hot brand, that all the rappers like Jay Z and Gerald Easy are rocking. What would your kitchen collab be if it was a them jeans could do any kitchen collab? <laughs> if my name was Ruigi Stewart. If your name was Ruigi Stewart, what? that that name is so fucked up. Tudley Ruigi Stewart. Ruigi. Ruigi. What would it? What would it what be? What would it be? Would you be? Would you do a? I mean, Vitamix. Would it be a a pan? Would it be a nonstick? Would it be a baking sheet? A these Pyrex are, bowl? <clears throat> these are all pretty good. I think what I would like to do, you know, the Vitamix, it's kind of, it's it's a little too hot right now. A little too easy. But I feel like the Vitamix is kind of the Kleenex of the game. Like it's it's the, it, it hangs, it jersey hangs forever. Yeah, but the difference is Kleenex is a product that everyone can afford and the Vitamix is a ridiculous purchase. Are you, oh, so are you a broke boy KitchenAid type? Well, that's that's why I'm that's why I'm saying it's like 
everyone buys the 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 Vitamix because they have convinced themselves that I do so much blending in my life that I need <laughs> yo, my yo, blender yo, to cost. Yo, bro, I really be blending. I though. need my blender to cost six hundred dollars. You know, I thought it's, it was four hundred. There's there's different models. Um, and you should can get them used if you want to. If you want one, get one refurbished on Amazon. That's the best way to do it. But I knew you didn't pay full price. <laughs> but I would I would probably do a classic cuisinart food processor nice a, a time old classic that has sort of become the the industry standard for a prosumer that's a tasteful choice and i respect you for that it has that's a nice, nice kind of off-white cream color how much would that cost those are like two two hundred bucks something like that very democratic so you can get you can so you could get the them jeans cuisinart food processor Let's say two fifty because we're going to use some nice paper on the. We're going to change the packaging a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the unboxing experience is going, but to be le- it wouldn't be a logo elevated. treatment. It would just be a color treatment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. And there would maybe be a little on the underside, you know, mm-hmm. like a, a Tom Sachs style signature, you know that that's you know just to authenticate it. Of course, yeah, I, hand numbered. There would be fakes, of course. Uh, so it's it's smart to. We need to get out ahead of this. We thing. need to get out ahead of. We heard <laughs> we heard China fired up the factories when they heard them jeans was collaborating with Cuisine Art. Yeah, I got. Uh, if you if you want to not have an aneurysm, don't look at Alibaba right now. <laughs> Jason, it's Chris. Don't look at Alibaba right now. Whatever you do, don't look at Alibaba. I did it. I looked at it. I looked at it. I think that the um. I think that that's a that's cool. That's a good answer. So the 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 them jeans. Food processor is something we're manifesting. That's right. Yeah. Cuisinart. And also Cuisinart, what a cool name. Very cool name. It, it looks exactly like it sounds, too, which is surprising. And it's also it, it, it's perfect for an elitist streetwear collab because it's a word that not everyone can pronounce. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you're on the inner circle if mm-hmm. you look at this word. And Wait, like, now, is oh, this, this a is three-way cu- collaboration with you and Pleasures, or is this just you? Those they might get involved a little bit, but I think this is I I would love it to just have have it be a hero, TJ Hero product. Okay, just at this time. Yeah, at this time, just at, for where we're at as a brand right now, and I, I speak for them jeans as the as the uh, chief. And I think your opinion is super important, but just at this time, I'm the kind chief. Of where we're at, I'm with the everything. chief brand officer of them jeans collaboration arm, and. We're just going to pump the brakes a little bit. Right now, we got a little too much stuff out there. CB is my CBO. We got a little too much stuff out there. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, we just, we just need to pump the brakes. The, the Hello Kitty stuff's taking up a lot of time. Sometimes with collaborating, the art of saying no is one of the hardest things. Maybe that's life's greatest collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I'm, I've been, like, getting all these messages, like, TJ, we got to do my chicken katsu my chicken katsu sando what do it ha- like what like do kidding. it where at the crib <laughs> where do you do it no this i'm just doing a bit oh i'm sorry and they're like yo we wanted i'm just thinking of food collabs you know what i hate jason sando the word i also don't like they the word sandwich sando. you fucking losers it, it it reeks of australian is the problem it's taken over though it's like a, it's like a, i feel like it's a word i would see in a menu yeah it's like it has it has wine mom like wine teen energy i don't i really don't like it but i i I do like this this collaboration idea i think we could maybe get this going yeah it'll be i mean me emily oberg these are the kind of names that i will talk to i'll talk to ruigi and see what the numbers were on the instant pod just to understand kind of 
where the marketplace is, kind of level expectations before we go into what the I think I'm 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 gonna probably politely decline the advance in in hopes of getting more on the back end. You want points. more points on the back end? I need sales. more points because well, I'm feel confident that I'll be able to move units. Now, are we gonna do? Is this gonna be like signings at Sur La Tabla and stuff? Or are we gonna think of outside the box? You know, is this gonna be more of like a you and Wolfgang Puck? Hamming it up at Spago, Ooh. selling the Cuisinart out the back. Jason, I've been using this Cuisinart <laughs> <laughs> ever since you were in diapers. Yeah, I think uh, obviously Sir Latob is going to be great, and I'm I want to do the whole activation where I have one of those microphones mm-hmm. that's kind of taped what, to the what side. What I of my can neck. do for what I can do for you as the chief brand officer is I'm going to get in touch with the Dean DeLuca parent company, see if we could do a Dean DeLuca holiday pop up mm. where you're the where the Dim jeans, cuisine art, food processor. I'm open to a raw space. Yeah, is the is yeah. It's a raw space, but it, we can like get that like New York vibe. Like remember when Felicity went there on her show? It's Yo, like, NYC vibes. We can get some NYC vibes going for you. I think it'd be. <laughs> I think that would be cool. And then maybe something outdoor at the Grove. Oh yeah, Cali outdoor. I like. I uh, for our listeners, um, you know, this is just a real tantalizing episode so far. This is, you know, because people are like, hey, we love your podcast and, you know, the ones with the guests are good, but my favorite is just you guys talking and bullshitting. And then normally we are very good at doing that. But right now, you know, I'm, I am I have to admit I'm not really bringing much to the table mentally. Because well, that's why I'm here to, to carry you to the top as usual. I'm saving my all my fire for the stage. You're not it's, supposed to say that. Well, I, I'm saying it. Unfortunately, <laughs> I got and like we were talking about before. You have to build your whole day around. Do you think Ellen does this? The top priority. Yeah, for sure. You I mean, she, I don't know if she's a Virgo like me, but I, you know, I need solitude to recharge before I hit the stage. No, I understand that. I understand that, and I need solitude to recharge as well. And that's why I had an hour to myself this afternoon. Yeah, and I'm here with Bay, and this is she. This yesterday was the first live podcast where she was in the audience mm. it was a little because alex she was there in new york right mm. the first one is always you tough the- for both because i'm sure if, i was wondering for her she, it's kind of like these guys they do this little fucking podcast i hope tj gets a job soon you know, like she's how- still saying that it doesn't matter how many I know. There. so and, I, and i'll be like yeah we sold out and we're doing this and we're doing this and she's like that's so great you know but she doesn't know like she's still in the back of her mind it doesn't know what exactly to expect when she goes to see a well, Halloween. based on that outfit show. that she wore last night she wanted people to know who she was mm-hmm. the first lady of podcasting i felt like motherfucking barack yeah i brought she had her she had her michelle swag on last this night is, uh, michelle I uh, understand this is a Chanel two-piece skirt <laughs> suit. God damn it. It's vintage. I, uh... <laughs> Michelle, you got me sprung. <laughs> um, no, I was not smoking, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, so the... Uh, so, it, 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 like, for me, it's it's always like, oh, my God, is she going to see what we're doing live in per, in, in front of yeah. all these people and be like, I'm never sucking his dick again. Or, you know, 
the metaphor metaphorical metaphorical version of that sure and then there's and then also like oh am i gonna go and like all of the fans in the crowd are gonna be like ugly and shitty and and i'm gonna have to be like well my life partner's business customer base is bad and that's like i'm still gonna rock with them he's my best friend but i don't know if you guys i'm are gonna best look friends, at you a little that's another bit podcast but i think that um i think that well, that is a fear. And but- I'm like, am I going to say some shit that she's going to be like, uh, I didn't know this is what you guys talked about. And we need to have a talk about <laughs> us moving she's forward. She's like, Jason, look, I, I didn't know you were going to talk about jerking off on a scale to see if you lost weight after <laughs> completion. I didn't know if you were going to do that. And now that you did it, I can't look at you the same. Measuring for weight and measuring for volume are two very different things. <laughs> Ask my man Kenji about that. <laughs> Kenji is like, no, no, no. We can't do it by volume. We have to do it by weight, and the cum is going to be in grams, not ounces. You've got you've not lost cups. You've lost me. I don't know how the kitchen works. You know, your boy would be creating many milliliters of products. I understand that, but I no, I think it. I think that that is a, a, a fear, and I also think it's like it just compounds the the pressure of a live performance. That's all. It's it's one more thing to have in the back of your. But head. I felt pretty loose last night. I feel like you did too before yeah 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 for sure for L- sure. new york i was fucking you're a little nervous i mean it's just like i don't know man it's so weird you just know it's a lot of people you have an nyc complex though well because it's the only performance that matters <clears throat> maybe you put too much weight in the people of new york and they're no opinions. it's not even the people in new york i think it's just like it's sold out well beforehand like mm-hmm. you hear it's also like a venue where you can like hear it it's popping out there you know what i mean mm-hmm. you're not like sequestered of, like of last all night, the zits on your back this one was throbbing the most exactly yeah it's like it's out to soft services it's it's <laughs> it's going it, you know it's rumbling out there mm-hmm. you know people are the stage is set yeah that's all but i mean look maybe that's the case tonight in san francisco on a sunday night at 7 p.m i like that we have an early show jason and i are going to take our fixies down there we're stopping at blue bottle we're gonna we're just gonna keep bombing hills until we're at the venue (laughs) bro i don't know which way it is but if we just keep going down we're gonna find it you can only bomb hills here um but yeah but luckily the show went well and and my girlfriend was like wow i'm proud of you you guys did a great job it was cool she was drunk when she said it but lots of women in the crowd and that was good some of them were were attractive that was also good you know, couldn't couldn't have done it any better. But the problem is now tonight we're in San Francisco, and her brother is getting married here in a couple of days. So, some so so some of the family is going to be coming to the live show, and that one is going to be a little little bit different. Well, you just can't expect them to get it. It's fine, you know. Like people, peop- well, I mean, but also maybe I, I'm a, I'm not expecting anything because what if they do like it and they do, do get it and they're like, oh, you guys are pretty funny actually, and I understand what you do more and I get it because. You see people in the crowd laughing or clapping or smiling. That's true. You have some and that, cues that's where that's versus, where it makes it different. Because, versus listening. Yeah, the, like with old people, um, you either need to have the live thing to feel it, or it has to be on TV or in a newspaper. Mm, that's true. Like otherwise, like the podcast space is so virtual. It's just like, hey, I got I got this um, a retweet from this person. They don't really check out this blogs. Episode. Like, oh, what you're saying. Versus like, oh, New York Times did an article You're about You're saying us. grandma doesn't read Gawker? Exactly, exactly. Like I, I always used to say, I'd be like, hey, mom, I'm like DJing now. 
And like I'm going, I was featured on this web uh, pigeon and, and planes. Mixmag.net did put my picture up, and you know, blah blah blah, and they did this, and then she'll be like, "Okay, good." And then, <laughs> and then when I would DJ in Orange County, and then like the little classified ads in the back of the newspaper, that would just be like the venue that I was doing a show, like a at. listing, basically. Yeah, just a listing of fifty shows, and then like one little tiny half of an inch square just says like. June nineteenth, them jeans. She'd be excited about. She'll that. be like, "Oh, rip it, rip, go buy the newspaper, cut it out," like, because they don't understand that, you know, pigeons and planes is a fucking bigger <laughs> deal than. Being they'll know. In the they'll know when we do Complex Con. Um. All right, so we have to go to the show in San Francisco. Uh, we get to go to the, the show Independent in tonight. Um, we are in Chicago at Shuba's sold out on Tuesday the ninth after party at blind barber uh with all the the gang uh from from chicago with dj them jeans on the wheels of steel a la mix master mike and and, we, and also on tuesday we uh keep your eyes peeled on our social media accounts because we will be releasing a new uh piece of merchandise for yeah the, as, for the winter months yeah, it's oh, it's it's a tour, it's a tour finale gift to you, the listener, that you are able to purchase. That it's a uh, gray champion hooded sweatshirt with the classic collegiate gone logo in white. Mm-hmm. Um, something nice. it's it's it, I would call it a seasonless garment. I would call it perennial, even. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that will be uh on our on our website on Tuesday. Uh, we're looking at you know midday. Uh, but um. Thank you guys for listening. Thank Kelly you guys. Time. Honestly, LA was amazing. Seattle was amazing. San Francisco is going to be okay. Chicago will be amazing. Sorry um, that I was brain dead today when we were recording, but the next episode will I'll probably be more brain dead. But then the one after that, back to business. It's looking up. Business it's looking up. Usual. No, uh, thank you all for listening. How long gone? Uh, and um, we'll talk to you soon. gonna be